and Danielle Weatherwood. Danielle. Now. <laughs> what? Danielle Weatherholt. I was like, who are you talking about? And then I was like, oh, it's Danny Weatherholt. Danny. Oh, my gosh. Danny. My brain was just like, huh? <laughs> who? <laughs> and Danny Weatherholt. <laughs> Welcome to Casual FC, an Angel City season recap pod. You know, we have nothing to preview anymore. I'm your host, Mario Salazar, with my ever-knowledgeable and constant banter best friend now, co-host, Angela Morales. Happy to be here. Happy to have peer pressured you into doing this. You know, just doing the thing since June. (laughs) Yeah. Since June, yeah. We're going to have to do, like, just a full in-depth, like, this is how it started. Oh, we have to. Yes, yes, yes. Because that was fun. (laughs) Yes. It was was a fun, like, like week and a half before, like, yep, we're doing this. Okay, so we are doing our end-of-season recap pod. The first one ever. I know. First one ever. (laughs) And I will say... NWSL playoffs are still going on. The final is going to be bonkers. You have to watch it. We'll post stuff on all of our social media. But it's Kriegs versus Pino for the ship, for the for the trophy, for the everything. They both retiring. There's scandal. There's friendship. It's just <laughs> so good. Like literally, I saw a thing on Twitter that's like, oh yeah, the writer strike ended just in time to create the you know to script out the nwsl's <laughs> most beautifully perfect final matchup and they weren't wrong <laughs> no this it's it's insane to have two of these giants yeah. in the nwsl both of them retiring this year both of them going to that final and neither and... one of them has won a champion i could yes, i just want to dream I'm so happy. I've never been more excited you, for a final matchup that my see, team's not in. Did you see the the post? I think the NWSL did it. So they did attacking third, where there was like a, a text thread between oh, yeah. uh, both of them. Kriegs posted and they were it like, on her oh, so, story. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, when when's your last when's your last match? And she's like, November eleventh. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then Rapino is like, oh, well shit, me too. <laughs> and look here we are. Yep. So just just to cover our bases here, the NWSL Championship is going to be played Saturday, November 11th, which is going to be this Saturday, this coming Saturday, when when this episode releases. It's going to be both on CBS National Broadcast. Woo! No more stupid woo, woo! CBS Sports National cable broadcast. things. And it's also going to be on Paramount Plus, and it will be at five p.m. Pacific time. So the game, the kickoff will be at 8 p.m. Eastern and they will be playing from Snapdragon Stadium. Snappy, which is the 
pinnacle of controversy after this last weekend because they did not give the NWSL the respect it deserves and still had. And like, I get it's a shared stadium. I understand. But this is a professional league. And to leave the paint on from the Aztecs, like San Diego State's football game from the day before, garbage. The pitch was garbage. (laughs) From everything I could see, it was like you saw the holes in the grass. And it was like, guys, no. No. (laughs) Absolutely not. Honestly, I'm... I would be 100% for just straight up higher seed host the final. Yeah. That's that's just it. No more no more neutral locations. Like the thing is that everybody like there's a handful of people that were like, "Yeah, I'm buying my playoff ticket right now. It's the playoffs. I want to go to the final. Doesn't care." Right. Uh, doesn't matter who who's going to be there, right? I'm just a fan. And then there's a lot of people that were like, well, let's see how my team does, mm-hmm. right? And the people who can afford I, to just like buy a, buy a ticket, buy a plane ticket and go, they're going to do that regardless. Like yeah, doesn't matter yeah. where it is. So I say, I say next year they should move it to higher seed, host a match yeah. and host the, the, the playoffs. Gives you more incentive to actually finish higher in the bracket yeah we're gonna win it all anyway and so it doesn't matter yeah and and the final will be at bmo so <laughs> so it's fine it's perfect or even if if bmo's too small let's go to the coliseum let's go to sofi yeah let's go to dodger stadium i don't care let's go to the rose bowl well i don't know about sofi i mean i don't we lost we lost the, the i'm the just World saying for we, for... you could park at my house for free <laughs> true <laughs> true my, that's an open invitation yeah. to everybody listening to the pod <laughs> uh, sure <laughs> luckily well, actually, only that some of you know in... where I live <laughs> <laughs> well luckily that leads in perfectly to let's look at what Angel City did throughout this year so as we know this year was a lot a crazy <laughs> Crazy ass roller coaster. Uh, <laughs> if you told anyone at the beginning of the season, like after the first like three matches, four matches, are are you going to the playoffs? We'd be like, <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> We're no. gonna fold. Like, <laughs> it's yeah. just no. And you know, I think it was like. I don't know if people were trying to justify like, look, we're still injured. Like we had inj- we were plagued with injuries last year. Everyone was just um, like grasping at straws of like, there has to be a reason that we don't understand. Aside from the glaring reason that everyone can see. Yeah. So the great news is we ended in fifth place. Wow. That was enough for us to make the playoffs. So I, I like fifth place because it's, it's solid enough in the playoffs that it's like, Yes, we're in the playoffs. It wasn't like we scraped into the playoffs. Yeah. Um, so it was an amazing showing for that last match. I think as we asked people for fan <laughs> memories, a lot of them were about that last match. Five and rightfully one. Rightfully so. Five and one. Like, we were just getting like comments on posts or responses that just says five to one. Like five yeah. dash one. And that's it. And you know what it meant. And that's it. And that's and all that matters. You know what you're talking about. <laughs> So we ended the season eight wins, seven losses, 
seven draws. And in all competitions, we ended up 10, 9, and 9. And of course, this is not including that final loss in the playoffs. I said regular season. But if we really break it down, there's the Freya era and the Tweed era. The Freya era only had two wins. Just two. Six losses and three ties. Yeah. In the Tweed era, we went six wins, only one loss, and four ties. And then, of course, in the Challenge Cup for the Freya era, we were zero wins, two losses, one tie. Tweed era, she completely turned the ship around and went (laughs) two wins and one tie. I mean, we ended up second in the group. The funniest thing. And at that point... Like, the funniest thing about that is during one of the matches during Challenge Cup, Richie, friend of the pod, we've talked about him before, we have a shirt because of Richie, turns around and says, so we're going to win our our group, right? And I was like, yeah, right. And then we scored and I was like, yes. <laughs> like, I remember that moment so vividly because we were all like, ha, ha, ha. And then I was like, oh, wait, maybe so. And we came really, really close. So, I mean, the thing is that, like, with Freya, we went, we basically had no wins in in going into the Challenge Cup. And then Tweed comes around <laughs> and basically has no losses. Yeah. And we end up in second. So, like, completely turned everything around. We knew just by the end of the Challenge Cup, like, it was, it was going to be different. We knew since that San Diego game. It was going to be different. Yeah. Everything was clicking. And so, you know, we made it to the to the playoffs for the very first time. Yay. We had a loss. We had a loss zero to one versus the OL rain. But it was a hard fought loss. The the, Mm -hmm. the rain did not have an easy time. No. Getting that one an O win. So no. Not I at am all. super proud. I know we've talked about this already in previous pods, but super proud of so proud what, what these women did, what Tweed was able to do. Honestly, there's no amount of punny merch we can make <laughs> that will kind of keep us uh, satisfied, like <laughs> not satisfied. <laughs> and when 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 the news came out that she, well, when the leak came out first that. Um, you know, good old Meg Linehan over there. Right. Oh, hey, guys. Uh, like, it's basically... By the way. If Meg Linehan and The Athletic drop a little, like, oh, hey, this is being reported from different sources, Meg knows. Meg knows everything. Yeah. Meg's been in the league yeah. forever. If there is something on the ground and Meg says, that's a shoe, I'm be like, that's the best shoe I've ever seen. Like, that, that yep. Meg is the truth. Which, you know, when I first got, when I first started doing all of this and, and following the NWSL, the one thing that I kept seeing <laughs> as a newbie, like, I kept seeing the, where's the schedule, Meg? Uh-huh. Like, like tweets and like posts and stuff. And I'm like, I completely did not understand what was going on <laughs> until I realized, oh, they're talking about Meg Linehan, a reporter. Oh, she's going to get the scoop she's and she's going to drop it before. Yep. Yeah, Meg knows everything before the masses, and it's just general knowledge. So I hope one day we either get to hang out with Meg in a press room 
the press box or like Meg comes on the pot. I don't know. I don't know what she's contractually able to do because of the athletic and everything else. But like, please just let me say hi and thank you. And <laughs> like, you're the best. You're the best reporter in women's sports at this point in my eyes. Okay, then that's like across so, across sports. Honestly, there's like three. My yeah, she she's just so good. So it, it just great reporting, great scoops, everything. And so overall, I think nobody can say that this season was a bust. Not at all. Of if course, they do, they're of wrong. Of course, we they're wrong. <laughs> I mean, the beginning of the season was a bust. Yeah, but the amazing finish to the season completely flipped the season yeah. around. We and then it it just just imagine what's going to happen with a full year. I know, right? They're going to get a full an year, off season, a preseason, a whole season, and I'm so and no stupid challenge excited. cup in the middle. Yes, I'm so so excited because we get to see this team like full gas tank pedal to the metal like just i don't this is gonna be like freaking the kentucky derby with how fast they're gonna come out next season like i we have not reached the ceiling we have not reached the highest point for angel city and i don't think we are going to for a while i don't want to talk about the expansion draft it's too stressful (laughs) at least not too much Because I want all of my pieces to stay on my team. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, that brings us on to our next topic, which we were asking everyone. I mean, come on, guys. I even made my first TikTok video like with my face on it. (laughs) Even my wife looked at me. She's like, oh, you're one of them now. And I'm like, no, I just needed to. You're a TikToker. Yes. An elder millennial TikToker. Like, (laughs) I am the target audience. Yes. <laughs> but we asked for your favorite fan memories from this year, from, you know, whatever the, the, the gamut was. We said just any Anything, part that any was your part. favorite for the year with Angel City. And we got some really great responses. And thank you to everyone who uh, who who endured the constant Instagram stories and <laughs> TikTok videos and and um, text messages so people, from me text and... messages yeah and Reddit posts thank you the mods on Reddit for not completely taking my posts <laughs> down all the time <laughs> so <laughs> we got some good stuff out of it and I'm really happy to kind of go through this and kind of reminisce through it me too so first up we have the ultimate podcast celebrity Talked about her a million times. She is a dear, dear friend, basically a little sister of the podcast. And we were sent a video from Josie, like the Josie, to talk about her the favorite. Josie. Yeah, the Josie to talk about Too her. Too bad this isn't a video pod because I then, know, you know, she. <laughs> it's so cute. But she told us her favorite part of the season. Hi, I'm Josie. My favorite memory from the season is probably. My dad's birthday. We had all of our friends come and we were hanging out at a fan fest and then we went in. We had all, all of our friends had seats around us and we had my dad's at halftime. My dad had 
his, you know how they put like the birthday things on the wall, on the uh, jumbotron? We had happy birthday, Doug, and a picture of us three. That was probably my favorite memory from this season. Go Angel City! <laughs> That's just too damn cute. Right? And honestly, as somebody who was there for that game with them for Doug's 40th birthday, it was a blast. <laughs> we had so much fun. We'll talk about it later. There were tattoos. There were stickers. There was surprises of all kinds. I mean, I mean I'm pretty sure we've, we mentioned it on the pod before. Yeah. Yeah, even there was yeah, like you said, there was tattoos. There was a couple face tattoos, right? Yeah, Eva had Doug like right over her eyebrow. Maybe, maybe we'll throw in one of those pictures for one of the videos. <laughs> I had HBD Doug across my knuckles. Like we, we went, we went out and had a great time, and it was so much fun to celebrate with them and all their friends and family. And yeah, it was fantastic. So speaking of special people, our first and only guest this season my girlfriend eva friedman sent me a video or an audio clip of her favorite moment so here it is my favorite moment this season is sarah gordon just all of the sarah gordon comeback that we saw uh you never know how long it's going to take someone to get their groove back after an acl tear and she just came out like she didn't miss an entire season and she earned that best 11 spot and I can't wait to see what she gets up to next year. Yeah. yeah. There is, I mean, in, in Eva's household, there is Sarah Gordon and then everyone else, even me. Like, it is Sarah Gordon above all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I get there's it. a reason. <laughs> there's a reason she was, you know, Iron Woman, basically. Yeah. So, and, and we'll get to that. But yeah, like, Everybody is shouting to the heavens to protect her. Yeah. And, you know, there's there's a little bit of strategy involved, and we'll talk about that soon. All right. And Rewind. then our last audio clip is from Richie. So I haven't listened to this yet, so I'm very excited to see what he says. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be so Good. surprised. We're both going to be the first. We're going to hear it the first time with everybody else. Okay. I don't use voice memos very often, but we're going to give this our best shot because I feel like it would be way too long of a text to send you. But as far as my favorite memory from this season, I'm actually going to cheat and say that I have two because I'm going to call them the bookends of the Becky Tweed experience. Obviously, we had a slow start to the season and had a hard time getting results. We ultimately parted ways with Freya. But that first game with Becky as our interim head coach was the road trip down to San Diego. And I made the trip, stood with the supporter section, lost my voice, got a little sunburn and learned some life lessons along the way. But I think none of us really knew what to expect from the team after bringing in an interim head coach. But you really couldn't tell from the supporter section because it was an absolutely raucous atmosphere. We support this team through thick and thin highs and lows, and it ultimately ended up being a vastly different team on the field under Becky. They brought home the win, which was just awesome. I love beating the San Diego Wave. I will always love beating the San Diego Wave in San Diego. And I just feel like it was an incredible experience, both as a supporter (laughs) and fan of the team. 
just to see them go through that adversity and come through on the other side with a favorable result as well. And then the other bookend would be the final game of the regular season, which was really the culmination of everything that this team and Becky were able to develop over the final months of the season. We absolutely dominated that game. The atmosphere in the stadium was electric and incredible. We saw a bicycle kick. We lost our minds. We clinched our first playoff appearance. And there was just this euphoric daze to the point where we were just milling around <laughs> the stadium for an hour after the final whistle, just trying to soak it all in. And for me, that's the most important thing. It's awesome to win and get those results and make a playoff appearance. And one day we're going to bring a cup home to LA. But it's really mostly about the shared experiences with people in the community and the supporters groups. I love being able to share these memories with everyone in the 227 with y'all. And I feel like both of those bookends of the Becky Tweet experience were when I felt most a part of that experience this year. And I absolutely cannot wait to run it back next year and see what Becky and this team have in store for us. But yeah, I cheated. I have two memories. I can't wait to make more. <laughs> like the, Angry, the most analytical you. breakdown was... of a memory. He's a lawyer. That's what you get. And he's going to be like, "Why, Angel, why are you talking shit? Be like, yeah. Because... Because we're a two two seven family, that's why. <laughs> no, nope. no so ums good. in there, like yeah. And as a as a communication studies major who had to count her ums and uhs and likes and pauses, yeah, good job, dude. Solid. So yeah, thank you, Josie, Eva, and Richie for sending in audio messages for us, and you know for the rest of these. We were still really excited the fact that everybody reached out, you know, from text messages directly to us, people that sent us stuff on Instagram. We got like, you know, little mm-hmm. Instagram story responses and, you know, even to Reddit where, you know, thank you for not <laughs> kicking off my posts on Reddit mods. <laughs> so, yeah, let's continue on with our shared experiences of what all of this meant to us. Yeah, definitely. So a couple of texts. I received so I have a group text with a couple friends who I met through a supporter group and where we always wind up seeing each other at really random things I saw them at a book like a book release event not Allie Riley's which is next Monday but a different book altogether completely unrelated (laughs) but Shivy and Kenzie were there and they kind of had the same memories like that were their favorite so we just kind of put those together so for Shiv and Kenzie it was when Sid scored her first her first goal back from injury and Kristen Press was right like they have seats down by the field and Kristen Press was right there and like jumped up and down with them and like freaked out Um, another one was when so Shivy Kenzie and another friend of ours Jamie met with the marketing department from Cedar sinai which I didn't know this happened, but they met with the marketing department to have custom shirts made of, like, corner kicks sponsored by Cedar sinai <laughs> And they got them presented on the pink carpet, like the Klarna pink carpet outside of the um, FC store. <laughs> that is amazing. It's so that good. It's hilarious because I remember seeing... I, 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 know, I know Jamie... 
Yeah. And I remember seeing her on the Jumbotron when really early on in the season, maybe it was like last season, but they had, there was three of them that said, you know, corner kick <laughs> presented by Cedar Sinai on three yep. different shirts. And I saw it on the screen and I was like, that's hilarious. But the fact that it became such a thing. I mean, everybody loves yeah, you know, what like, it is. And it's so, in our intro. It's, I think it, it'll, it'll, yeah. Cedar Sinai, like, I don't think they knew what they were doing when they decided to sponsor Corner Kicks. And yeah. how many they, and how like, many oh, times they no. got it? Like, <laughs> what have we done? <laughs> <laughs> and then they had one more, and Shiv said it was the moment we made the playoffs, and she was standing next to Karina LeBlanc, who's the GM of the San Diego, or of, excuse me, of Portland. And Karina looked at her and said, you guys balled out today. Well-deserved. And it was like the best, just like, uh-huh, check that box off. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and then from Doug, whose 40th birthday was referred to by Josie, he texted and said, I'll throw some out. I'll throw out some moments. He said, Alyssa's first goal and the first goal in the season against Gotham. June's goal from midfield. And in parentheses, said, I'm counting it. Which I think everybody still counts. Yeah. I'm I'm counting that. Yes. Everybody's a little bitter on that one. I think she's uh, she's a, she got robbed on that one. Especially but yes, because I'm counting that, one that too. referee is the worst. He he was on the team that called our <laughs> final game against the rain. He walked like I was at thirty three taps in Culver City and they showed the referees walking in and I just pointed to the screen and Eva just went, Oh no. <laughs> I was like, he cannot be calling this game. <laughs> but back to Doug. So obviously Sid's comeback goal. That I think everybody, there's been at least 15 different mentions of a goal that Sid LaRue made. Like <laughs> one of two that were prime. It's yeah. <laughs> it's also in our intro too. <laughs> yeah. That's how it Doug was. also said his 40th birthday on the field because after the game, he was able to take two people down on the pitch with him to kind of like hang out, meet the team, that kind of stuff. And he chose Eva and another one of his friends named Dan and everybody was cracking up. And Eva was so shocked that he asked her to go with them. And he looked at her and goes, your name, my name is tattooed on your forehead. What did you expect? <laughs> um, and then he said the send off watch party and the game that same day, so like the U.S. national team send off when they did the big watch party out in the, out on the field, oh, out on the field, yeah. Uh, out, and out then obviously lane. our five to one win over Portland, yeah, yeah. I mean, very few things are are on par <laughs> with that five to one. It win. just was <laughs> the most assertive win I've seen out of a team in a long time, and it was so fun that it got to be my team. So. Um, and then yeah. Alyssa, yeah, Doug's yeah. wife and Josie's mom, said, I effing loved Sydney's bicycle kick and her showing off the badass mama there she is, which is exactly what it was. It was like not on my watch. <laughs> and and exactly. <laughs> and as a reminder, get yourself some Velaroo bicycle kick merch at casual. Yeah, the shirts are a little bit different than the shirts we had previously done for like all the Becky Tweed stuff. Um, they're a little bit heavier weight, and they're really comfy. Uh, and the hats will look great. So highly recommend. If you see the hat and you want the hat, let us know. Oh, that's the right. It's not actually on the shop. Yeah. It's 
it's an exclusive. Yes, uh, yes. it is an exclusive. But if we might have to, we might have to post it on on like Instagram and stuff and be like, let us know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Alyssa also said that she loved it when Eva and I tattooed Doug's name. (laughs) That was a hit in their family for sure. And she said (laughs) the last thing she said was that she loved bringing one of her queer friends to a game and knowing that she felt super included and so safe in such a large sea of people because that's so, so special. And I know I talked about it like before and after the pride game being at an ACFC game with the climate of the world is probably like one of the most calming and like safe experiences. So many of us are feeling. And I really hope that that just continues forever and ever. It's, it's amazing how much this team has gone into people's lives as as part of their lives, right? Like it's one of those things where it's like, what are we going to be doing this weekend? Yeah, we've got let's a make a day let's go to the stadium. Like it's and and you and then you miss it. You're like, oh shoot, they're mm-hmm. playing away, you know. And if like if you're one of the lucky ones that gets to go to watch parties and 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 you know you have the time to go out and stuff like that, then. It kind of brings that yeah. little bit of the atmosphere. Like back, at the thirty-three but, taps watch party, but still you. Like, I made like legit friends. I actually have to text one of them because I keep forgetting every time I think about it. So I have to do that tomorrow because it's late. But John, if you're listening, yeah. thank you for having the coolest group of friends. We like they follow the pod now. Like very, <laughs> really, truly, thank you for such a wonderful experience. And now. I'm getting quote unquote peer pressured to go to either the Olympics or the next World Cup. We'll see. I mean, those are goals anyway, but oh no. <laughs> yeah. How upsetting. Paris <laughs> and who knows where. Oh, yeah. Paris. <laughs> oh no. So we've got some really good responses on here. And one of them, which when I, when I saw her, her post, I was like, okay. That, that put a big smile on my face. And I even told my wife about it. And she's like, oh, <laughs> that's so nice. Was from a woman named Alicia. And her response for us on the pod, and I'm pretty sure it's just because it's for us on the pod and it's, you know, there's better <laughs> memories in the stadium. Yet her response was meeting Mario on the beach and learning about the pod. It, I was going so to say, you have to behind more context because was, that's so like random. <laughs> Yes. So the little story behind this is that we like taking my kids to Ventura Beach. So when, you know, being in the valley, heading up to Ventura is not that far away. So we go up there quite a bit. And we went up once. We found a spot. It was actually pretty full, like the most full that I've actually seen it uh, in a long time. And I had an Angel City shirt. This is pre us making our own gear so our our own merch so it wasn't one of our shirts but it was uh, an angel city shirt and it had all the uh forwards on it so it had june press at the moment it was tyler and sid so just simple it was just four names on the t-shirt and uh i'm on the beach setting up you know the 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 tent for the kids and like the the blanket so that they can start playing with the sand and all of that and then as i'm like walking around and putting stuff on alicia goes hey nice shirt 
And I was like, oh, thanks. You know who they are. Cool. And then we started talking about it. And she's like, yeah, we're season ticket holders. We're, we just went to that last game. And that was one of those like midweek games that I didn't attend. But we just kind of started talking about it. Halfway where I was like, oh, wait, <laughs> I was setting stuff up for my kids. <laughs> so it was really... It was really nice and also really early on with the pod that I was like still kind of shy about talking right. about it or like self-promotion. Right? Yeah, we're both still, still really weird have about it. <laughs> a weird thing about that every now and then. Yeah. It feels right. funny to be like, I have a podcast. But <laughs> we we talked about it and then every now and then when I passed them like chasing the kids or whatever, like we'd talk a little bit more. And then at the end when they started packing up, I finally said, oh, hey, you know, by the way, I have a podcast and her uh, and her partner were there and he was like, oh, yeah. And then and we we kind of briefly talked about it. And then I go, I have stickers, but they're <laughs> in the car. No, I can't. Get, they don't have a little takeaway. How are they going to remember? And so I told them, oh, it's, you know, casual FC. It's casual FC pod on, on Instagram or whatever. And then they're like, all right, great. We'll, we'll yeah. check it oh, out. Yeah, we'll you know, check you it out. You always get the we'll check it out from people and. Yeah, and they never do. And then so as, like, my wife and I were sitting there, like, eating lunch with the kids and stuff, my phone vibrates. And they both started following the the pod on Instagram. And I was like, (laughs) I was like, look, they started following. That was them. So, Alicia, thank you. It was very nice meeting you uh, at the beach. And thank you for being a good friend on the pod. And then our next story comes from his username being fire reds 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 red red season so it funny enough as we're talking he messaged me right now and his name is Zach so hey Zach <laughs> we were about yeah, to just we, let we it fly with us trying to read we your like, username we'll but with whatever comes out and it'll be fun and He'll probably start laughing because you have also given this man stickers in person. <laughs> yes. So I have met Zach in person. We both had lovely straw hats for the sun because for one of those day games. And his two, he, he sent two. After injury, LaRue came back mm-hmm. and scored within minutes. And whenever, and oh, so really three. And whenever defenders score. So, so a person a person with your heart <laughs> defenders right <here>. forever. <laughs> and then of course when we scored mm-hmm. and made it 5 to 1 to make the playoffs for the very yeah, first the time. Yeah, the that's a and then a just recurring one theme. little less. Yeah. <laughs> that's going to be a common one. That's going to be a common one. And then just to throw one little last one in or mm-hmm. our just first win under tweet. That game was so memorable though. Like all each- of those it's like every time we're reading one of these, I relive it. I, I hear the call. I hear Isaac. Or I hear Tracy. Oh, yeah. I hear the stadium. I like, like, you know, I can close my eyes. I'm high-fiving Richie. And even I have started doing like a chest bump after we score because we thought it was going to be funny. And then it was like, <laughs> oh, wait, no, now we have to do this because it's a superstition. Like, I can relive every one of these yeah. moments every time we read it. And I'm just, I'm so happy right now. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think going through all of these, mm-hmm. even as text messages are 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 great, and yes, yeah. I am reliving each one of these. 
And it was so nice. We we got a message from uh, Ruby. Oh, I love this one. And Ruby, it was one of those things where like I almost missed it because it was, it was hanging out in the needed oh. to be approved messages because it was it was the first mm-hmm. time Ruby ever messaged us. And I'm glad I took a look and I gl- I'm glad I saw it because this was Ruby's message. Hi, guys. Just wanted to say that my favorite part of the season was actually becoming a fan and starting to follow the team. I got sick in May and was falling asleep on the couch. Naturally, I wanted some background noise, so decided to put on something that would not interest me and just be on while I slept. Cut to me watching the whole Angel City doc on HBO. Once that ended, I had to find out how to watch and started that weekend and have been hooked since. It's been a crazy I love this one months. so much. Like, I'm so sorry you got sick, but if getting sick led you to this wild ride that is Angel City, welcome. Yay. I love it. Yes. Welcome. And also, thank you for, yeah. for following us because we've also been to- around for about six months. <laughs> I know it's crazy. I will like so, our, what our first episode went up like June ninth or something like that. But we were talking about the podcast yeah. six months ago because it was right around my birthday. This is when I was when I was back east to graduate from my master's program, and it was four days after my birthday. So right around this time, six months ago, we were we were laying laying the the seeds, and I was peer pressuring Mario to co-host. <laughs> So that it, that's an amazing story. I'm really yeah, glad that same. I found it and that it didn't get stuck in in the little queue on the side. And then we have some very, very short <laughs> but poignant messages that we got. Alejandra, five to one, three that's exclamation all points. You need, yeah, that's that's all that needs to, to be said. <laughs> yes. And, you know, yeah. Max, friend of the pod. Max Vignola, Emma's brother. Ha- thank you for listening to the pod. He's he's bantered with us every now and then, which is great. And of course, it's going to be one for his sister, right? Emma's yep. game winner in San Diego. That's his best memory. And I mean, I know I know we asked for Angel City ones, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure the other the other big yeah. memory for the season or for this year so far. Getting her call up. getting her cap. Yeah, right? that <laughs> for the national team. Their family getting has just like skyrocketed, I think. And then, so it came out today. So we're recording on Monday. The best 11 and second best 11, best second 11. Okay. First, yes. two, first team they and second were team, announced yeah. today. And Eva mentioned Sarah Gordon being on first team, MA and Sav are on second team and it's just so freaking cool watching MA come back from an injury mid mid to late last season and then come out and just wow earn a spot keep the spot like write her name on the spot like this is mine now just what a season she had yeah and then the last instagram message that we got was john anthony and this one came in <laughs> right before we were about to record. So thank you, John Anthony, for sending it in. I mean, first away San Diego match. Supporters had a bus ride there and back. <laughs> Balloons with the If any of you <laughs> are confused, there's another uh, there's another reference to the pink balloons coming up. But at that match, it was it was Becky's first match, right? Was it that San Diego game? Yeah. 
That was a San Diego yes, game. Yes, that, that was and that was the so San Diego match. Winning, it was the first match. Yeah, there was quote unquote scandal when it came to the supporters groups that were down there. We had, you know, we were told we could bring things. We get there, they say no. There's balloons. They're not allowed. There's like we're too loud. You know, it was one of those. I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that there was more <laughs> Angel City loud, more and or louder Angel City fans than there were Wave fans, but. That's neither here nor there. We still won that game. Yeah, the the Angel City supporters going down to San Diego usually yeah. drown out the San Diego yeah, fans. Absolutely. So. <laughs> so we have some more from Reddit. The soccer community on Reddit is so much fun, and they've been so supportive across the entire league. Uh, Mario has been posting our previews. So, like when we played Gotham, when we played North Carolina, like on their team's Twitter or excuse me, Reddit threads. Of just like, hey guys, like friendly peace offering of a podcast. Like we're not talking crap on your team. We just want everybody to be excited. And we've had a lot of people really like be excited about the podcast and that someone is is there teaching you about the next game. It's It's been really fun. So we got a lot of people reaching out through Reddit to let us know their favorite moments. So the first one is from... Reddit user Nabu Habu that says, I mean, ending the regular season five to one against a top seeded team in the league, including an all time banger of a goal by Sydney LaRue is more than any of us had, ho- had a hope of seeing. That was just wild after a season of endless losses first and ties and one goal wins later. What a way to cap Becky Tweed's triumphant re- debut. I can't really put it better. Like, that last game was very much a triumph and it shows the integrity and the resilience of this team. Man. It was, it was the, like, it was like the, yes. figurative, like a cap tail. Yeah. It's just like the, mm-hmm, that's what you, yeah. that, you it was know, like, that's oh, what you I can thought, do. <laughs> you thought we were dead in the water, bet. <laughs> yeah. And then another one from Introvert Specialist. It says, Alyssa making that goal in the second to last game of the season against Houston. It changed the game. And I think we rode that wave through the Portland match. I think I think that's right. Like that goal, that's that Savannah yeah. McCaskill goal where she just like puts her puts her hand up to her ear and runs to the bench. Like, man, that was so dope. <laughs> and I will say. We worked <laughs> Portland so hard. They pulled Bella for the game against Gotham. Bella Bixby, their starting goalie, was not in the goal on on Sunday. So say what you will. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh. I don't know what happened, but to put your backup goalie in after, and like, you know, they haven't played since they played us. So I don't know what happened, but... I'm just saying five to one in a bicycle kick might take you out (laughs) emotionally. And we had a bunch (laughs) of different people also write in about making the playoffs on the final game of this, you know, final day of the season, final game, like all of like the five to one, everything, bicycle kick. Like we couldn't have asked for more in that last game. And I think everybody is grateful that it happened the way it did. Angelina Anderson's debut Homegirl has a fan base. Yeah. Yes. And I mean, we're and don't get me that. wrong. I love Dee Dee, but seeing that this girl came in as a rookie and just said, okay, yeah, I can do this and stepped up and shut it down. 
insane. I'm so excited. So excited. And then one of the last things from the various Reddit collections is just five points to lock in our playoff spot. And I know we talked about it before, but to score that many goals in a game is hard. We made up our goal differential. And because of that, we jumped spots like crazy and we stayed in the playoffs. And it just, man, that game was so great. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) this one, Mario's going to read this one and he has to do it like at the most emphatically, like I want story time at the library was the cool, like the best book reader. So you, <laughs> I'll try my best. I, I, so I did reach out to this user to say, look, so your good. story is great. And I would, we, we'd love to, we'd love to use it. It's just an encapsulation of, of the, the, the fandom and the, the experiences and all of that. Can, can I, and she said, yeah, she's like, go ahead. So <laughs> Mary, thank you. So this is from Reddit user Mary Pick a Ford. And this is about the San Diego match. Traveling down to San Diego around my birthday and watching the match against the wave. I had no confidence that we were actually going to beat them since we just got an assistant. Hopefully now official <laughs> coach to take over for the first time that I hardly heard of. And we were on a really long losing streak that had us probably either 11th or 12th place at the time. It was, it was real yeah, bad. <laughs> 11th, I believe. It was incredibly hot despite being in the 70s and the quote-unquote June gloom was still lingering around earlier in the morning. I had hoped we were going to have a marine layer stick around, but that particular day, the forecast said, for the first time that the sun will in fact be shining brightly and sky <laughs> crystal clear. Normally, I would welcome this. We have had mm-hmm. an unusually wet, mild temperature majority of the year, and I was desperate to see the sun. Just not at <laughs> a 1 p.m. match with barely any shade covering. But I would do anything for the Angel City girls, and I would pace myself with plenty of water and a hot meal going in. I take the trolley line that goes directly to Snapdragon Stadium, and I see a lot of San Diego Wave folk along the way, as well as a sprinkling of Angel City folk. Walking into the stadium, and I'm actually early, so I decide that my starving belly could use a quick meal. (laughs) What type of food do they have here? Well, I found a hamburger corner that I thought would work and bought myself a cheeseburger. No fries. No drink. I ate that cheeseburger while standing up in a shaded area because I knew section 210 was going to be hot AF. And I wanted to wait until the last possible second to go (laughs) to my hot seats. I get a little nervous thinking about it. Like, wow, it's really burning up down here. How long am I going to last in the sun before I pass out (laughs) or die of dehydration? I had one bottle of water left after drinking the other two bottles of water, so I figured I was hydrated as well as I could be. I walk up the long stairs and walk down the stairs to my section, got handed a pink balloon, (laughs) and the rest is history. Our angels did not disappoint, and we ended up scoring goals 
against a hot San Diego team that had just beat us at home two months prior. Was it hot? Yes. Did I have to buy really nasty canned water that had a strange aftertaste for six bucks? Yes. Did my pink balloon mysteriously vanish? Yes. But the trip and the memories, and most importantly, our first win under Tweed against the rival team <laughs> was priceless. I love this so much. And it reads like like the stories from Oregon Trail. Do you remember that? Like that video game? Yeah, like it's like I rode yeah. a train, you know, like <laughs> the way this was written just made me so happy. And it it so encapsulates everyone's experience at Snapdragon, regardless of fan base. Even my friends that have season yes. tickets for the wave are like, it's so freaking hot. Like there's no shade. It sucks. And I'm like, yeah, why? Yeah, I, I, I don't know why. But honestly, when I read this, yes. I was like, the best this, this thing. has to go in. This is such an amazing story. And the thing is that it's a great, amazing, specific story to marry, yet all of us have <laughs> a version of this, <laughs> which is yep. the great part. Yeah, it's it's just so good and so much fun. So before we get into everything else, what was your what what's yours? You know, my this season was the first season that my kids could actually really come to to the matches. So it's just having, you know, I bought my tickets as a family pack. And so it was meant to be for the kids to come along, for, you know, my wife to come along, all of that stuff. But I, last year, especially because the kids were too young yeah. for COVID vaccines, we just didn't want to bring them around to a stadium like that. And so they never really did. And then now coming into this year, and then they're also a little bit older. Mm -hmm. just, a year makes a huge difference. So they are both having fun. The The little one's still too little where like he pays attention for like maybe <laughs> 20 minutes and then he's done. But my daughter has actually started watching the games for yeah. pretty much the whole match. I'm going to say maybe about 75% of the match. Before she starts doing something else. But hey, if we can, um, if we have games where we score five goals, it. Maddie is in. Like she is a part of it. <laughs> oh, she was oh, that. So we were at that last oh, game. Yeah. And she was all in. And so I, I think just mm -hmm. the season in general, wins and losses. It was fun to have them there. It was fun to have like my son only think of the stadium <laughs> as the place with candy. But but he but he was excited when yeah. people were excited around him. Uh, my daughter loved making signs. She loved the face painting, the whole environment. So um, I think all of that was um, honestly my my favorite part of of the season. That's solid, solid, solid. All right. So that was that's that's honestly that's my favorite part of all of this. What was yours? Um, that's really hard. <laughs> <laughs> I think figuring out I, I have a couple like figuring out the best way to tailgate at a fan fest which was great and the only thing that sucked was that I figured this out the very last game of the season but it was a lot of fun because we had Eva and I brought a bunch of snacks and water and all kinds of stuff and we ended up hanging out with Fish who works for the team for probably like 20 minutes 
because I, I looked at fish and I was like, do you need some water? And they were just like, oh my God, please. I was like, we also have shade. And then we just hung out and, and had a great conversation while fish had a break from like peopling for four hours before a game. Having my family start coming to games, I don't think my my aunts fully encapsulated how and why I was like freaked out, like beyond excited after every home or you know, every game, no matter if we won or lost or it didn't matter. I don't think they quite understood until they came. Like my mom knew because my mom had come to yeah. a game or two last season and she was like, no, you're going to have a great time in there. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, we'll see. And we're like, OK, fine. And then they came and it was like, oh, this is the best thing I've ever done. <laughs> and they have like <laughs> the last two home games, so like Pino's last game in BMO and then the game against Portland they were at and they were at one more. I don't remember which who the opponent was, but like we won all three and it was so cool. Cause after the game, they're like, did you see this? Did you see that? Who's this player? What is she like? Do we like her? Like, it was very much like, give me all the details. And I'm like, Oh, this is, this is why I am the way I am. I get it. Like, as I yeah. get older, I've, yeah. I've always learned a little bit more of like, Oh, I, I know who I was raised by and where I get all of these personality traits. And after every game I was like, yep, this is my family. And you cannot deny that. <laughs> but it, it was like Richie said, after that last home game, we all just hung out for like an hour. You know, we met you and I met up when we were just standing there with yeah. Alyssa and Doug and Josie, Eva, my mom, my aunts, like this core group that has like, grown i think is is my favorite part it's it's the community it's it's running into people or talking to people that you've never met because you have a matching hat on or like a shirt at the beach it's that's how i became friends with jamie kenzie and shiv like eva and i had our angel city windbreakers on at a Tegan and Sarah concert. And they're like, Oh, you you like angel city. And now a year later, we're still friends. <laughs> this is just like, yeah. what's going to keep happening from here on out. And we're so freaking lucky. Anyway, I'll stop soapboxing yeah, about yeah. how much I love this team. Cause I'll just start <laughs> to cry. <laughs> we knew it know, was coming. I know. <laughs> okay. So the season has come and gone. All the cool stuff is happening now. So at the time of recording, team awards are starting to be given out. Fan-voted awards are starting to come out. It was announced earlier, but the Sarah Gordon is an Iron Woman this season, which means she played... All 22 matches. Every minute. All minutes and every single match every single match there's so many minutes like i played a lot of sports growing up i never played soccer because i was like no i'm not running that much nope (laughs) (laughs) and sarah gordon is just out there looking like a barbie doll like hey barbie when she's out there on the pitch (laughs) and just destroying people on defense which is why she's first team so in yeah she made the first team like all NWSL first team um, 11 and when looking when preparing the the script for this I just went to verify stats and stuff Sarah and Sav were the only two players that have started all 22 matches Whoa, really yeah Sav missed being Iron Woman 
by the fact that uh, she was subbed mm-hmm. out on a few matches. I think it was like she was only subbed out twice. Yeah. Dang. Um, so she was she played 20 full matches and then she got subbed out twice. No big deal. But I mean, come on, honorable mention to Sav. I mean, having started all 22 matches, but still <laughs> Sarah Gordon, 22 matches, all 90 minutes for all 22. That's crazy. Yeah. And thank you to all the Angel City fans and basically everybody else who was like, oh, yeah, Sarah Gordon has to be on like all defensive NWSL first team. That back line, you cannot deny that she held it down 100%. Team Golden Boot was a tie this season. Last season, Sav got it. I think she had eight goals last season total this year. She and Alyssa Thompson both had four, which is a lot, actually. Like, given this, that this year we there had was the a World bigger, Cup. there was a lot yeah. more even spread between the players mm-hmm. and who scored. Yeah, exactly. I Sad mean, we had a lot had, of defensive goals. Yeah, that part. <laughs> Vanna had thirty-seven shots, with eighteen of them being on target in twenty-two starts. So basically, just under one every game was on target which is insane that's like when you're like oh it's not even one per game that's hard <laughs> and that's teams hard. knew like, that on, Savannah on target, was meaning the target that, like it was within yeah mm-hmm. it was within the like the goal like if there was no one in goal it would have gone in right like right that that right. type of that type of thing and to say that out of the 22 matches there was 18 on target like that's it's impressive i mean yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then for Alyssa, she had 28 shots, nine on target and 13 starts. And she played 20 matches overall. So to start 13 games and, and same, it's a very similar stat of if they're in the game, they're making plays, they're playmaking, they're, they're pushing the ball forward. They're just holding it down. I think Alyssa, Alyssa should yeah. also get an award for hot shot of the year. <laughs> for hot shot weekend <laughs> <laughs> for becoming um, a meme yeah yeah basically and, basically and, and then and i mean Alyssa and Alyssa did this in a year where she went to prom she <laughs> she went to the world she graduated cup. high like, school you know she, there's yeah, a lot of other things so much you know that just girl. doing high school things <laughs> Imagine but you go to World next Cup year, and you're just next still in year, high school. Next year, she's just definitely gonna gonna be able to take, uh, hopefully, run for that golden boot for the the league. You know, make it a league golden yeah. boot run. I feel like the this team put the league on notice over the the course of the last three games they played. Like the league, oh yeah, understands. No, there was- there, there was a, there was an article. I want to say it was in the Athletic also, but it was before Tweed was announced as mm. getting the job officially. It was about like all the coaching openings in the NWSL. Oh and yeah, I believe they said something about they said something about Angel City being like it's the biggest ticket and it's the hottest ticket uh, in the NWSL, and it's also the one with the biggest responsibility because. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things where, you know, we joke about marketing FC, but they they've done their. <laughs> there's a reason why it's 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 a joke because they've done their due diligence and they've made it to the point where, 
ACFC has been this popular brand is is a is and can be a global brand and become a, a whole thing on its own put NWSL even further in the eyes of of casual fans and yeah you know they just didn't have the right pieces when they when they started off last year if we had and then we last found year and, and things fell into place and then we mm-hmm. found them now so it's just gonna everything's just gonna go up from here if you could buy stock yeah. on teams you'd, you'd buy it on angel city <laughs> absolutely i think everybody is is ready to bet on on angel city for for 2024 and then lastly i mentioned it earlier but emma vignola and savannah mccaskill are on the second team for best 11 which honestly this season across the league was so competitive and so tightly played that the the second team like the best 11 second team is a starting lineup that would hurt people's feelings in the best way. So like, I, I'm not mad at that. So now getting into like a little bit of expansion draft stuff, a little bit of, Oh crap, what are we doing now? We're going to do a whole episode on this where we really break down what the expansion draft is, what it means, all the rules, like hold on to your pants, that kind of thing. But as of right now, going into the future we have the following players in contract for next season like they've they've opted in for 2024 that's scarlet camberos vanessa Gilles, which who knows she's on loan i don't know what's going on nobody does kjo dd yeah, so heritage the, the best the best i could figure out the best i could figure out about vanessa Gilles was she was on loan at olympique and we extended her loan, which means our mm-hmm. contract with her is extended and then in turn loaned to Olympic. And it technically means she's still an angel. She's still an angel city. Yes. player. Olympic has not bought out her contract yet. So she's part of the team. Yeah, so that's a, a big question mark. We've got Katie Johnson, Didi Heracic, and the... Kristen Press through con- like on contract through next season. So there's that. And then the players that we have on contract through 2025. So two seasons, ideally. Angelina Anderson, M.A. Vignola, Paige Nielsen, Alyssa Thompson, Allie Riley, Amandine Henri, Jasmine Spencer, and Sid LaRue. The like dun-dun-dun of mean, this that, that- is that... That lineup right there is already right. Like that's a starting that lineup, lineup right there is already an amazing <laughs> plus a couple. Team. <laughs> yeah, like that. Um, that lineup and then, is wild. And then now we're getting into think, who's on the bubble, and this is all at the time of recording. Right. We have players that are out of contract, and then on top of being out of contract, they are. We have some players that are free agents, mm-hmm. um, and I'll explain what those things are really quick. So. Out of contract, Megan Reed, Mackenzie Pluck, uh, Clarice Lebeon, Claire Emsley, Lily Nabet, Kelsey Hill, and June Endo. All of these players are out of contract. Now, we get the opportunity to offer them a contract first. And essentially, we have first 
right of refusal. You know, like nobody can make a move on these players without us essentially approving and selling the rights off as part of that, right? So unless they completely go off and play internationally somewhere, Mm -hmm. we can still re-sign all these players. So they're still kind of around. Now, out of the list of who's out of contract, there's also people that are free agents. And in free agency, there's restricted and unrestricted. Real quick, just going to read this. Players for unrestricted free agency include all who have played at least five years within the NWSL and have contracts expiring this year. Eligible players for restricted free agency include those that have at least three years of service with the NWSL and have a contract expiring this year. And then under the terms of the CBA, any club that holds the rights of a restricted free agent has a period of seven days to match incoming offers. Basically, it all means if you're designated restricted, when you, you're allowed to talk to whoever you want to, but as long as we can match it, you can stay. Uh, unrestricted free agent can talk to whoever they want, and they can move wherever they want mm-hmm. with whatever offer they get. So with that being said, the only two restricted, so the ones that have, They're under five years, right? They have at least three years, under five years of experience within the NWSL are Brittany Eisenhower and Madison Hammond. From there, all the unrestricted ones are Simone Charlie, Sarah Gordon, Elizabeth Eddy, Savannah McCaskill, Merritt Mathias, and Danny Weatherholt. Now, don't go freaking out. (laughs) This just means... This just means we're able to to work with them on a new contract. Doesn't mean Sarah Gordon is leaving. Right. I'm pretty sure Angel City will do whatever they need to do to keep this to keep to keep her and some of these other players. What it means is that they're just being smart about the upcoming expansion draft and right. how free agents are not allowed to be part of the expansion draft. So, all of that totally coming in our next episode which will be a full download on the expansion draft what it is how we did it last time how it's going to happen this time and kind of strategies that angel city might be playing on all this yeah it's it's a whole bunch of whole bunch of what ifs and what would you do and all kinds of stuff but we're going to do a big breakdown of it because it's it's scary and it's complicated even for the most like involved and storied fans like expansion drafts in general are just stressful (laughs) yeah yeah it's yeah there's stress that out of the 13 players that we currently have signed we can only save nine of them so we'll get into it we'll we'll cross that stress bridge in the next episode (laughs) definitely all right so mario what are your hopes for next season just win the whole damn thing yeah, that's that's it. That's it. Yeah, wins his shield. Win it win all. The they already call- yeah. They already called it in the documentary. They said year three was supposed to be the year that they won the championship. So let's go. You're on track. Yeah. Let's keep it going. Yeah, absolutely. I'm. I'm hopeful for having a really strong season with Tweed. Mm-hmm. I'm hopeful for healthy players i know that you know we were we were all kind of gonna get press but then you know 
doctors <sighs> kind of said, "Ain't no wait, hold your horses." Yeah, I hope I hope and we so, get her back and healthy, and she gets at least another full season with us before. Yeah, anything before retirement, before you know, just I don't want to do this anymore. Before her body decides yeah. to revolt, I don't know, but I I just want to see her play in Sol Rosa and Black for a full season. That's it. So, and all of that just leading to winning the whole thing. Winning yeah. The whole damn thing. Oh, oh, and then my last bit of what my hopes are for next year are to win the double, win the shield and the trophy, and have the shield redesigned that it doesn't look like a cookie tray that was spray painted <laughs> in silver paint. It's getting there. It's getting there. Tiffany's is working on it. I, I, Team dad, Alexis Ohanian said. They're working on it. They just didn't get the design done in time. So well, I hopefully they debut it on the year that we exactly. Win it. So there yeah, we go. we'll just we get to debut the new stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, everybody. How about oh, you? We're winning the table. Like oh. we're yes, everything. I don't need an undefeated season everything. because streaks are meant to be broken, and it stresses me out beyond all belief. I don't need to be undefeated, undetweeted, undetweetable. I don't. I just need to win a lot. I need to win the majority of games so we go to the playoffs as a really high seed. I want, like, preferably first place for the Shield, obviously. And a, a deep into the playoff run, I just want to see this team defy everything and all the bullshit that was said after the first season and half of the second. Like, no, just just be like, no, no, we told you. You didn't listen, and now here you are, foot in mouth, you know? So I just, <laughs> man. And I mean, ideally, it would be so cool to get press box passes. I'm just I'm just going to put it out there. I'm, uh, yeah. I'm going to put it out there because if we don't say it out loud, you know what? it will not happen. You know what? We <laughs> are a legit podcast here. We are definitely getting those press boxes, press passes, and... <laughs> something if it means whatever they're called three more times <laughs> yeah <laughs> i want to watch the game from all the way up there <laughs> definitely <laughs> all right everyone thank you for coming along with us on this really long episode but it's been <laughs> an amazing time reminiscing reliving all of the moments and just amazing feeling that we all get when watching this club and can't wait the the next season can't come soon enough although give us some time to rest because <laughs> it got a little stressful <laughs> at the end there yeah but i will say uh, NWSL, so was... drop that schedule soon please <laughs> sooner i just want this sooner rather than later <laughs> don't wait till like the week of yeah honestly you don't have to schedule a, a challenge cup in between all of that. So now you've got one less thing to schedule <laughs> in the schedule. So make it, you know. Just make it happen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. So if you made it this far, thank you, thank you, thank you. If you haven't already, please make sure to hit the subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, uh, RIP Stitcher, whatever you listen to your podcasts on, subscribe there. We're up on a lot of websites and places and all of that good stuff. Check out casualfc.com for all of the links that we have for this podcast. 
follow us on, like I said before, the three T's and Instagram, Twitter, threads, and TikTok at casual FC pod. It is the off season for angel city, but still tell your friends about the podcast. It will bring you good luck. This is the time of the year to start wishing on things and making, making moves happen. So bring some good luck to the team, even on the off season. And then if you feel so inclined, help support the pod by buying us a coffee, check out the link in our bio and, or go to buymeacoffee.com slash casual FC pod. More merch is on the way. We'll be posting about it. We've got all kinds of designs, like we've said before, but big thanks everybody. This has been one hell of a season and one, one fun ride. So I can't wait for more. All right, everyone. Bye. Bye.